Welcome to Catalytic Leadership, the podcast designed to help leaders intentionally grow and thrive. Here is your host, author and leadership and executive coach, Dr. William Attaway. Hey, it's William, and welcome to today's episode of the Catalytic Leadership Podcast. Each week, we tackle a topic related to the field of leadership. My goal is to ensure that you have actionable steps you can take from each episode to grow in your own leadership. Growth doesn't just happen. My goal is to help you become intentional about it. Each week, we spotlight leaders from a variety of fields, organizations, and locations. And my goal is for you to see that leaders can be catalytic no matter where they are or what they lead. I draw inspiration from the stories and journeys of these leaders, and I hear from many of you that you do too. Let's jump in to today's interview. I'm thrilled today to have Lorraine Duncan on the podcast. Lorraine has over 30 years of in-the-trenches business experience running a family business with her husband. She knows how demanding it can be to own, manage, and market your business while trying to carve out some quality personal or family time. As a business coach, She knows how to get better results by doing less. She can show you how to integrate social media into your overall marketing to make it cost-effective, time-efficient, and custom-designed to meet your specific goals and objectives. In 2021, she created a course called LinkedIn 13 Minutes a Day because no one wants to waste time on LinkedIn. She has four incredible children, has been married to her wonderful husband for 41 years, and she's a grandma, and a pretty amazing one from what I hear. I'm so thrilled you are here. Lorraine, thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I would love for you to share some of your story with our listeners, Lorraine, particularly around your journey and your development as a leader. How did you get started? Yeah, so I it's kind of an interesting story. It started off pretty much in church. And then I also had a job and I worked in the hospital. And when I had my fourth child, I decided to, it was time for me to stay home. But once that child went back to school, I started looking for a job again. And what kept on happening was I was either overqualified, underqualified, or they started sending me to these like ridiculous group interviews. And after that, final group interview and I actually got the job, but everything that they promised wasn't what they promised. Uh, Just was going to start back from the drawing board. And I was actually at a wedding with a, sitting at a table with a bunch of people that I didn't know. And they were actually complaining about their businesses. (laughs) And it just kind of organically happened that way. And what ended up happening for me was, is that I started just, well, have you tried this? Have you tried this? And then somebody pulled me aside and said, you should be like a consultant, a business consultant. So I went home that night and I looked it up online and I really didn't want to go back to school. And so I decided to get a certified in business as a business coach. And that morphed into my digital marketing agency, which I have today called BizGone Social, because I realized that I could grow my business coaching with social media marketing. So that's really basically my story. And I'm stuck with <laughs> <doing> it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so you've had to develop some leadership skills as a part of this process. 
because now it's not just you, right? You're, you're leading other people, whether that be clients or, or people that you've hired to help fulfill what the clients need. How would you define leadership based on your journey? It's a simple thing. If you, and I relate this back when I was the director of women's ministries at my church. If you look back behind you and people are following you, then you're leading well. If people are bickering or going behind your back or doing crazy things, not listening at all, then, you, then you're not leading. Mm. So that's like one thing. And then the other thing is just, I kind of lead through like positive encouragement too. Mm. So it's like, people want to, you know, like, I don't like, I'm not one of these, like I'm the king, queen of the mountain here. And, you know, but really it's about just leading well and being a part of a team. I love team leadership. It's, it's something, and it's really about serving. So I, I take it from a place of serving and not really from a place of that. I'm a dictator. Mm, That sounds healthy. (laughs) <laughs> I think that's so much healthy. better, much better than the authoritative dictatorial style of leadership that too many of us have seen. Absolutely. And I've seen it in school. I've seen it, you know, you see it all over when somebody it's, they don't even know how to lead a team well, because they're so busy putting forth their agenda that they, they're never busy listening to other people. And I think that's key is mm-hmm. listening. You really have to listen to people to be a good leader. Mm-hmm. So good. You you work a lot with social media now with your digital marketing agency, BizCon Social. Social media feels like a giant drain to a lot of business owners. They just look at it and they're like, okay, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Threads, Instagram, TikTok. I mean, we could just keep going, right? Like, why do you think it's important that business owners be on these platforms? Well, because it's, you know, what I like about it is it's a general awareness, meaning that, you know, if you sit in your office all day and you do your work and client fulfillment and everything, you're really not getting out there. Then maybe you go to one or two networking groups, which is great. I really highly recommend, um, you know, networking in person, but on social media, you could, you could educate and you could put your stuff out there, like, you know, some personal stuff. You could put some business stuff. You could put some behind the scenes and people get to know you on a whole other level. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important. If if you're not on social media today, you're really missing out on a, on a big, great thing. That's like, it's like the giant networking pond. Mm. Is there one that you like best that you recommend more than the others? Yeah. Well, if you're B2B, I really, really love LinkedIn. It's kind of my sweet spot. The average income is about 75000 or more. You've got a lot of corporate people. You've got people who are coming out mm-hmm. of corporate looking for maybe to start their own businesses. And so it's just a really great place to network. And, and that's why I created my course, because people were just spending too much time on LinkedIn, but doing all the wrong things. Mm-hmm. So what is one of the right things? Is there, a, is there a strategy that you would say, hey, this is one that is just proven that you need to step toward? Yeah, well, you have to use the platform. A lot of people, what they do is they go in and they fill their profile up and they don't even engage and, and talk to other people. So it's like kind of like going to a live networking group and just sitting in the corner with your with your 
arms crossed like this and and not talking to anybody. So I the biggest thing that you have to do on LinkedIn is is participate and go out fully or why bother wasting your time on LinkedIn? And that that's my whole criteria of of what you should be doing on LinkedIn. You should be out there. You should be visible. You should be engaging with other people. I think it's really important. It's, it's, it's networking. It's power networking. It's the best place to be right now. It's building relationships, right? Absolutely. A hundred percent. And that's where LinkedIn kind of goes wrong because you got people who connect with you. And then after they connect with you, as soon as they connect with you, yeah. they send you three paragraphs of something <laughs> that I don't want to read. Yeah, And it's like, instead of like, they're going right from, I like to, as a dating relationship, they're going right from, you know, that first date to trying to go all the way to, you know, let's get married. And I'm not ready to get married yet. You know, it's like, yeah. That's that's really hard. And when somebody does that to me, it, it just really makes me feel it. It doesn't make anybody feel good. It's just like it's spam after spam after spam. You know, you have to connect with somebody. You have to write a message when you connect, but it doesn't have to be like buy my appeals pocket Plitzer or whatever you're selling. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. You know, there's been a lot of discussion over the last year around AI and tools like ChatGPT. Uh, and how this is going to change digital marketing. This is going to change the space. It's going to revolutionize. It's going to put people out of work. No more copywriters, et cetera, et cetera. Do you have any opinions around this whole chat GPT and AI phenomenon? Yeah, I do. I actually, I've been dabbling in it. I do use it. And it's been very helpful. And really, it's a big time saver. Mm-hmm. So how I suggest using it, and I may you know, be totally wrong on this, but how I use it I use it in two ways. One is, is that I don't spend a lot of time on one platform mm. and that's Facebook. So I'm on there, but it's more for personal reasons. It's not for business. Mm. And so what I like to do is I have like an automation tool on my business page, like, and with Instagram too, is what I do is I have just a little message. Thank you for visiting me. And and if you have any questions, just, you know, ask me. Mm. And that's that's one way you can use it. The problem is it's not very intuitive. Mm. So you have to have all these things in place. Well, if they say yes, or if they ask a question, this. So it's you have to be really good at if-thens for that. The other way I use it is as like a writing prompt. And, you know, you remember we used to do that in school, you know, they'd give us a topic, you know, write on the color blue. and, And then we would write forever on that prompt. And so I like it because I can put a title in there. It could give me a a, a criteria. It could give me some points, but the bottom line is, is you want to do it in your voice. You want to do it the way it sounds good to you. So like you could put something in, but I highly recommend that you make it very human. You know, there's certain things that I say that chat GPT doesn't say. So you want to make sure that you're being real and you got to be really be, be very careful. And I, you know, I don't know enough about it. I know just a little bit to be dangerous right now, but I feel like you have to be very careful because there's copyright stuff going on. And I don't know if later on that's going to come back to bite everybody. So Mm. maybe I just opened up the can of worms now. I don't know, but it's, it's, um, it's good and it's bad, but I don't think it's going to destroy the whole world and it's going to take over the world. I don't believe that. (laughs) 
there's other things that have taken over the world. But <laughs> That's right. It's definitely not chat GPT. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, you, you talked about relationships and I think about AI and, and these tools and I think how impossible it really is for an AI engine to ever build a relationship like you and I can. And isn't all marketing really rooted in relationship? Yeah, I believe it is. And I think there's nothing there's nothing wrong with starting a conversation with chat GPT mm-hmm. or AI, I should say. But you want to make sure that you are you're following up. I just had a conversation the other day with the follow up. That's the most important thing about being in business is that if you're not following up with people and and doing what you say you're going to do, and that's hard. I mean, I'm not perfect at it, but I try to be as best as I can. And the bottom line is, is that it really is, you know, I have met so many amazing people in this journey of business, being in business for myself. And I actually wouldn't trade that for, for anything else. Mm -hmm. So if it's a matter of getting together with somebody for coffee and maybe chatting about our business, but then going into like, let's talk about baseball or let's talk about about football or, Hey, why don't we do this some night? You know, it's like, I have found, I have some of the best friendships through Mm -hmm. networking. And I think, and people highly respect our relationship. And that's when you're going to get the third party recommendations from people and the third party referrals that they trust you enough. They may not have done work with you, but they know you well enough that, Hey, Lorraine's really good at that. You know, Hey, Dr. William is really good at that. You know, so it's, you really have to, I think it's work. You you really have to put just like yeah. marriage, you know, think yeah. about marriage. Yeah. Marriage is a lot of work. It's it's, right. it's never 50-50 because <laughs> when somebody starts doing 51%, guess what? It's not a marriage anymore. Right. But it's a hundred percent, a hundred percent where both partners are giving a hundred percent in their in their relationship with one another. And it's hard. It's really hard. And people think it's easy. It's it's easy, you know, to do, but it's not every day. You don't always feel like loving someone, but you do because you because if we went by our feelings all the time, it it's a whole mess. And that's the same <laughs> with business. You can't go by like I feel that I should spam everybody today and then hopefully I'll create money that's gonna come into my, you know funnels. You know, it's not, it's not like that at all. It's, it's, it's about one, one talk at a time, one, you know, getting together with somebody, one solving a problem. That's the biggest thing is, is are you solving people's problems? Because if you're not, nobody is going to have any interest in you. You could be, you know, the greatest marketer out there, but if you're not solving people's problems, then you, you really kind of lose out on the deal. That really is the root of it, isn't it? I mean, really, when you're when you're buying something, a product, a service, it, you're you're trying to solve a problem, and and that's the I think the core of successful marketing is helping people understand, hey, this will solve the problem that you're experiencing. You didn't know there was a solution. Here it is. This will make your life better. Yeah, and I love I love when something makes my life better. That's why I love, you know, that's why I like Chat GPT. That's why I love the different software 
platforms that I have and that I use to make my life better as as a, a business owner. And I think that everybody wants that one solution. And, you know, it, it may not be for everybody, but then again, you know, you don't get along with everybody and you don't fit in with everybody. So, you know, you really have to, you know, work hard on the people that you are connecting with. And mm-hmm. I think that's important too. Absolutely. Lorraine, how do you stay on top of your game? How do you level up with new skills, new leadership skills and such that you need? How do you do that? I do a lot of reading. Right now I'm reading a book called The Pumpkin Plan, which is an amazing book. Hmm. And um, the other other thing that I do is I try to hang out with people that are better than I am. Mm. And that's how I grow, number one. And number two, you know, I with social media, I... Yes, I am a guru. Yes, I know a lot, but there's always somebody that knows more than you do and you can learn from them. And here's the biggest thing. How do you stay up is you just got to be teachable. You know, maybe you've been doing something in your business that's not working anymore. Well, it's time to get rid of it. And I think that's what I've done over and over there. I mean, I've grown so much. When I first started my agency, it was like, you know, I learn. you learn from your mistakes, you learn yeah. from other people. So you can't like be in a silo, but all by yourself, you really have to get out there and, and learn from other people. And that's what, how I stay up on my game. Mm, love that. I love the intentionality there. The, the books that you read, the people you spend time with. I love most of all, what you said about having a teachable spirit. I talk about this a lot that you know, if if you understand and you wake up every day and commit, today I'm going to be the most teachable person in every environment I'm in, in every room I'm in, in every meeting, in every conversation, because you understand you can learn from anybody. Sometimes you learn what not to do, but that can be incredibly valuable, right? Sometimes you learn, hey, if, if I can learn from this person, I can avoid this ditch because they're telling me how they fell into it. They drove right in. Oh, okay. Hey, I can avoid that. So many opportunities if we are teachable. I love that you brought that up. Yeah. And I think it's really important that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, are following certain people and everything. And and it's important to just have a variety of people that you're you're following and and you're learning from because sometimes it's just getting a, a different perspective. And I think getting to see that is like really, really important. So true. So thinking about your business, what is one thing that you want most? If you could if you could have one wish, what's the one thing you would want most? You know, everybody, I mean, that should be an easy question for a business owner. What's the one thing that they want most is is money. Okay. But for me, it's a little different. It's I feel that. First of all, with my business, I'm actually helping people so they can be in their, I call it the zone of genius, you know, yes. the, the place where they're best, you know, what they do best. And so as be, I've always been sort of a support person and I mm-hmm. love to support others. And so it's, it's basically having those clients that I'm, I'm helping with a deeper purpose. Yeah. No, my deeper purpose I love to do, I think I've mentioned this before when we've talked, is is that I, I love doing missions work and I like mm-hmm. serving people. Yeah. So is to be able to have, I, I would love my business to create that income that I'm able to best serve 
other mm. people with and mm. help other people. And I think that's where I come from. And that's the place I come from. And sometimes when you're coming from that place, you don't always get that. And that's why it's like that. That's why I'm reading this book, The Pumpkin Plan, because it's like it's the plan that is going to get rid of everything else that's in your business. It's not serving you well. And only working with those clients that are like the best, like best at what they do. And I want to support those clients that have a bigger purpose in life. That's so fascinating. Your answer. I, I was just talking with a client the other day who was we were talking about what what the win was. What's the ultimate goal? What's your why? And you know, it was kind of meandering around a lot of different directions. And ultimately, it came down to exactly what you just said. It's it's not the the success, the money, the more, more, more. It's something completely different. It's it's the the in in this person's case, it's the freedom to spend the time with the people that matter most to them. Okay. So then the business, the money, all of this, this is simply a conduit. It's simply a tool to help you achieve something much bigger, much greater. And that's exactly what you've described, being able to devote yourself to that life of service, to that life of mission. And this is simply a tool to help you get there. I think that's a fantastic perspective. And so often I find that the entrepreneurs, business owners can get wrapped around the axle and forget that. And it becomes about the money. It becomes about the more, the more, the bigger, the greater, the, the scale, because they've forgotten what matters most. Yeah. And the thing is, is a lot of people get lost in their businesses, not, mm. you know, not being present in the moment, not being a, not spending the time that they should be with their family and loved ones and their friends. And if you're doing that, I mean, my biggest advice out there is if you're doing that, stop. Stop mm. it now, because at the, I once heard, and this is kind of an interesting thing. I don't even know if it. I heard it when you were talking, the, when I was talking to you the last time. But the one thing that is true is like when you're at somebody's funeral and they're doing, you know, somebody's doing the eulogy, you'll you'll never hear them say about that person that they said that they wish they spent more time at the office. Yeah, and and the bottom line is, is none of us are going to wish we spent more time at the office. That's exactly right. You know, it's easy to to look at somebody like you at BizGone Social and say, wow, I bet that was just easy to build that. I bet it was just all up and to the right because we look at the highlight reel, right? And we look at just the, the hot points that we sometimes see online. Have there been challenges along the way? Oh, yeah, there's always challenges. You know, use, losing a client that was, you know, a really good client or getting a client that you need or sometimes something, you know, being on social media, it's ever changing. So the algorithms are always changing. So there's, <laughs> there's challenging. There's a lot of challenging things that come with this business, but it's also rewarding too. And mm. you have to outweigh that, you know, mm. it's like, yeah. which one is better is, is, is if the rewards are, or are much better than, the challenges and then you have a win. So good. Think back to what you want most and, and the challenges that can get in the way. If you think about like where you want to go and the one thing, if you could have that, that would be something. What is it that stops you from that? All right. I don't think, honestly, you know, when I was a little girl, I was told that anybody could be president of the United States. And as you can see, that anybody really can be. <laughs> of the United States. 
So I don't <laughs> think there's anything. I've had this goal of where I wanted to be in my business since I started it. Oh. And I think nothing's going to stop me. I don't think anything can stop me other than if, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the IRS comes and and takes all my money away from me or something like that. (laughs) But I mean, really seriously, it's, um, it's moving. It's always putting one foot in front of the other and just moving forward one step at a time and realizing that like, you are always heard that saying Rome wasn't built on a day. Well, literally a business isn't, it's a journey and life is a journey. So things are going to come along and it's just, it's just side stages that's happening. It's like, but if you keep on working towards the goals that you have and the things that you want to accomplish in this lifespan, then I really feel that you can do anything. Mm, That's so good. So I imagine like the other leaders that I talk to who are performing at a high level, you like to read. Maybe audiobooks, maybe physical books. You've already mentioned one that you're reading right now that you're thoroughly enjoying. Is there a book that has made a big difference in your journey that you would recommend? And if you've got a, a book that you want to put at the top of your to-read list, this is it. Yeah, you know, it was a funny little book. It was um, it's a very small book. I can't think of who wrote it right now, but it's called Go for the No. And it's a very short book. I don't remember the author right now. But the bottom line is, is that what I realized is that the more people you get to know, the more you're going to hear a lot of no's and you have to be okay with that. I remember when I first started out, I was not okay with no's. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, I didn't get that person as a client. Or I remember, I mean, think about it. It's like, you know, we all have, some of us have like email lists. I remember my first unsubscribe. It was like, oh, somebody unsubscribed for me. But no, this was a really good book and it was a, a a life example and it was it's a very short book. You can probably read it in less than 45 minutes mm. and there's some really great principles in it. And I think that's that was a really good book. If you if you don't have time to read though, I there's this app out there it's called Blinklist. Yes. It get, it gives like little blinks and stuff and sometimes people will mention a book and you don't have it and you don't have time and you don't want to buy it. Blinklist is great. It does cost to get a subscription to it, of course, but the bottom line is, is that you get the top nuggets mm-hmm. and they give you a blink of the day. I think it's really fun. I, I don't know how I found out about it. It was, I was obviously advertised by some crazy marketing person, <laughs> but it, it's been one of the best things. Cause even with, um, I'm in, I do, I've been doing book clubs lately and I'm actually with the pumpkin plan. I'm in a book club. Oh, recommend to do a book club. And and the reason being is that, I mean, in my club right now, there's like, I don't know, three attorneys in there. There's a IT person, there's a direct marketing person and there's all different. There's a interior designer in it. So we come from all walks Hmm. of life Yeah, and a stylist, like a, a, what do you call it? A Jay Hilburn stylist or whatever. So there's all different. And of course me, the digital marketing agency, it's a very diverse group and you grow. And what I didn't know, I thought we were just going to talk about the books, but we brought our bit our the book, but we brought our business into it. Yeah. And I've already learned like what, what is one thing you're going to implement from the book? Cause you can gain a lot of knowledge in life. You could read a lot of books, but I, I think I read somewhere 
or somebody, I, I heard a talk that they said they read like a hundred books a year or, or 200 books a year. And some people read two books a week. Mm. And basically they take one thing from that book and they implement it or they try to move it forward. So you don't, you're not necessarily, when you read a book, if you're reading it to read every word and do everything in the book, it's almost yeah. impossible. But if you read a book that you're going to take one nugget out of it and actually move forward with it. I mean, there's tons of great books. There's the four agreements that's out there. There's, um, oh, I can't, I'm, I'm just like going blank. Darren Hardy has a, has a bunch of books that are amazing. And, you know, Brendan Burchard has tons of books that out there. And I was like, just thinking of some of the books I have here, you know, um, at my desk right now, it's like there's a book called um, Charge by Brendan um, Burchard. Mm -hmm. Really good. And um, you know what? Learn more about who you are. Yeah. Get the Strength Finder book and, mm -hmm. and so out what your strengths are. Yeah. So I think there's, you know, I mean, I could go on. My my book list is big. I, I do read a lot, yeah. but I'm I'm actually reading with a different purpose now is that you know, in the book club, it's like each chapter by chapter, what is one thing that I'm going to do to move forward in my business with what I'm reading? And then in my other books that I'm reading is like, what's the one thing that I'm going to use from this book to move hmm. forward? And I so, think it's it's so much better than reading for every word. Yeah. No, it's so good. It's very intentional and it's very focused. And I love that. If you could share one piece of advice with the entrepreneurs, the agency owners, and the leaders, business owners who are listening today, what, Lorraine, would that one piece of advice be? You can't do it alone. I think mm. it's so important that you have people that you can confide in, a group that you can go to with other business owners so you can get the pulse of what's really going on in the in 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 your local places. You really need to have that in your life because you really you can't you can't do it alone. You honestly need people to get to the next level in your business. And uh, sitting behind, you know, there's this uh, that movie. It was called Field of Dreams. You know, if you build it, they will come. Well, if you sit in your office on the computer day in and day out, and you're not out there meeting people and getting to know people, they're not going to come. Mm. So, so good. You know, like if you have a website, for instance, you got to bring traffic to the website. Yeah. People, oh, I put a website up. That means everybody's going to come to it and buy my stuff. Right. That, that doesn't happen. <laughs> That's so good. Lorraine, this has been so helpful today. It's so practical, so insightful. I know people are going to want to stay connected with you. What is the best way for them to do that? I would love if you connected with me on LinkedIn. It's Lorraine Duncan on LinkedIn. Just look my name up. And you'll you'll know it's me because it says Super LinkedIn Ninja right in the title. And, you know, just say that you want to connect with me because you heard me on this podcast and, and share this podcast. So when you see the podcast, when it's out there live, just, you know, share it. Share the podcast. So good. Thank you for the insights and the wisdom you shared today, Lauren. This has been helpful for me and I know for so many people who are listening. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks for joining me for this episode today. As we wrap up, I'd love for you to do two things. First, subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. 
And if you find value here, I'd love it if you would rate it and review it. That really does make a difference in helping other people to discover this podcast. Second, if you don't have a copy of my newest book, Catalytic Leadership, I'd love to put a copy in your hands. If you go to catalyticleadershipbook.com, you can get a copy for free. Just pay the shipping so I can get it to you and we'll get one right out. My goal is to put this into the hands of as many leaders as possible. This book captures principles that I've learned in 20 plus years of coaching leaders in the entrepreneurial space, in business, government, nonprofits, education, and the local church. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn to keep up with what I'm currently learning and thinking about. And if you're ready to take a next step with a coach to help you intentionally grow and thrive as a leader, I'd be honored to help you. Just go to catalyticleadership.net to book a call with me. Stay tuned for our next episode next week. Until then, as always, leaders, choose to be catalytic. Thanks for listening to Catalytic Leadership with Dr. William Attaway. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss the next episode. Want more? Go to catalyticleadership.net.